Hello, my friends. It's Tina Anderson with BattlegroundFitness.com and my monthly podcast, Get Fit, Stay Healthy. And this is show number 41. Today, I address a subject that intrigues me, and that is power. I feel enormously powerful during my weight training sessions, after my weight training sessions, and after a good hit session. And I would like to think that the sense of accomplishment and that powerful feeling remains with me throughout my day and actually helps me with other obstacles and challenges, especially those that make me feel uncomfortable. So I'm asking you, how is your power ratio? Is it in check? Is it healthy? Do you know what I'm even talking about? Do you sometimes feel overpowered by others or even completely powerless in a situation in which you shouldn't? No matter where you are on the power spectrum, I think some of this information will be helpful. And you trust me, right? All right, so let's dive in on this important subject. And first and foremost, got to give credit to Jeffrey Pfeiffer, author of Power, Why Some People Have It and Others Don't, from which uh, I took a lot of my research, kind of where it started. Okay, so why even be concerned about power? You might be asking yourself, like, really? Who cares? Having power is actually related to living a healthier and longer life. Why? Because it's directly related to having more control over the people and the circumstances around you. In a positive manner, of course. Being able to make decisions for yourself, even if they don't produce the best results, prevents that feeling of ultimate helplessness. You know what I'm talking about. That's horrible. Power also leads to influential people and influential situations, which can certainly lead to increased opportunities to be successful in your chosen endeavors, which in turn can lead to making money. And what's wrong with that? Honestly, it's okay to want to be successful and it's okay to want to be compensated well. I'm giving you my permission. It's fine to have that as a goal and you need power typically. For that to happen. But I'm not going to focus on, you know, a power position at your dream company or ramming your way up some corporate ladder. I really want to look at just existing with a feeling of empowerment and give you some strategies to increase your power ratio or keep it intact. So my goal is to really help you feel more confident, right? And to help you make better decisions. And it's just easier to do that when you're empowered. Does this category belong on a podcast called Get Fit, Stay Healthy? Yes, it does. I believe it does because not having any power or feeling powerless creates terrible stress, creates terrible unhappiness. And that, my friends, is not living fit or healthy. So let's jump in. One way to obtain even a small amount of power is making sure you stick out. It's a good thing for something you do well. Instead of always blending in, if you see a piece of wood, right, with a bunch of nails hammered in, they're all blended in, and there's one kind of sticking out, draws your attention, it's okay to be that nail once in a while. And it might not be at work. It might be in your volunteering. It might be in your neighborhood. Although getting noticed for your talents is absolutely critical at work, too. But again, I'm not focusing on career building in this segment. Being noticed makes you a noticeable kind of person. And that gives you recognition and familiarity. That alone gives you power. And it equally contributes to a higher level of confidence and self-worth. And they go together, in my opinion. Another way to obtain a little bit of power is to make those around you feel good. And it is so easy. As in a simple compliment. 
Offering up nice words isn't giving away power, my friends. No, it's harnessing it. Think about it. Try it and see what happens over time. Authentic, genuine compliments and flattery. Not something that you just make up to say it, but it will empower others. And what's amazing is that the return on investment is huge. You receive it back and more so. I often open dialogue with questions. I let others talk about themselves. And you know what? There's always something that deserves a compliment during that conversation. I empower that person or those around me, and that power comes back to me twofold. Next, I've got a list from Pfeiffer's book that I love for several reasons. One, it's practical, and two, it's a list of seven, and you know how I love my list of lucky sevens. So he's got a list of seven, so I'm going to take them. Here we go. Here are your seven personal qualities that build power. Nothing surprising here. Are you ready? If you are near pen and paper, you can write them down. Ambition builds power. Having ambition, having energy builds power. Having focus, and if I can qualify that by saying, focusing on the most important issues, the critical ones, and I dare say very few of us have the kind of focus it takes to accomplish big things. In my opinion, it's just hard to do, especially if you're a multitasker like I am. I know a couple people that have the driving and incredible focus that has helped them achieve just amazing, amazing things. It's hard to do, okay? But focus is in there. Next, self-knowledge, truly knowing who you are and what you're about. Moving on in your list of seven qualities that build power, confidence, that goes hand in hand, empathy with others, or What I mean by that, of course, is the ability to put yourself in another's place. Or even in more contemporary standards, I did my whole thesis on this, emotional intelligence. And then lastly, on the list of seven, the capacity to tolerate conflict. Yeah, can't run away from it, can't hide from it, got to be around it, got to deal with it. Now, you can apply all those attributes in your everyday existence, right? As a parent, you might need more power. Maybe you're in a band and you need to exert more power. Maybe in a committee. And of course, at work. Now, what else makes you powerful? How about being the one that can provide resources or the one with the quick solution? The one that always just takes care of business, stepping up to the plate. Again, that makes you noticeable. You stand out in a good way as a leader, as someone others can rely on. That creates power for you. Think of when you need something done, you got some power. And you know, you might think of taking care of business or stepping up to the plate as just doing your thing, but you are building and projecting power with your actions as a leader. Okay, so I'm guessing that a few of you might be thinking right now, how do I do any of this anyway? I don't feel comfortable. I'm kind of shy. I don't, none of this is, yuck. Well, here comes one of my favorite sayings, J-F-D-I, just insert favorite F word, do it. Act as if, people. Don't overthink it. Start doing it, and it will become a part of you. Okay, so let's continue on. Create power by doing the small stuff, along with the monumental tasks. One of my first jobs in radio with a very, very powerful station and a number one radio team in the second largest market in the United States entailed getting cigarettes for my supervisor. 
No one got and delivered those cigarettes like I did. You know it. Yeah, I did it gracefully, and I did it well, and I did it with energy. I owned every aspect of my job, and I created new tasks where there were none. I used my energy, my confidence, and what I knew I could do, and my ambition to somehow create more for myself and move up in that company. And yes, I did. By the way, what kind of company do you keep? Are you part of a strong chain? Are you holding up all these people all the time? Are you fixing broken links? Are you one of the weak links? Creating a powerful presence and having actual power is not easy with a bunch of weaklings sucking the life out of you or narcissists around you. Powerful people can be, mm, let's see, difficult, intimidating. Yeah, so pick carefully, carefully, and make sure your circle of influence is intelligent, supportive, and well-connected. Moving on to another critical element in building your power ratio. The way you look, the way you look, the way you sound, the way you act. Hello. Hello. Anybody out there? This is one of my favorite areas. Let me start with a very quick scenario. When I'm training a client, I go into my power stance, the way I look, sound, and act. I do this with my clients all the time. And what's the stance? What's the power stance? Standing tall, shoulders slightly back, chest slightly elevated, legs a little more than shoulder width apart, hands on hips or arms crossed, looking directly at my client and or the body part he or she is working. The message I'm giving, don't even think about complaining, whining, or half-assing it with me. I mean business, get it done. That's my power stance. One of the easiest ways to generate power, the way you stand, the way you walk, the way you sit. Yes, people, it's that simple. Talking to my boys, as in my kids, when I need to get a point across, power stance. But listening to my girlfriend's emotional vent over her difficult dad or a bad day, not even. It's a very different stance. And you can picture the two, the contrast between the two, and you know what I mean. Think about yourself when you're upset or angry, how you hold yourself, your stature. I bet you already have a power stance. And in my opinion, it's not just standing. As I mentioned just a second ago, it's your posture, even sitting down. You can give and project an immediate and real sense of power. Your voice. Oh, where do I begin? Being in radio voiceover and, of course, teaching and in media, I am acutely aware of the power of your voice. Let's say you are doing a complete and utter BS job. Oh, please don't take that the wrong way. I mean, as in you're speaking in public and you forget what you're saying or you're, you're at a meeting and you're giving a report and you lose your train of thought and you fill the gap, you're at school, whatever. You know what I mean. You're kind of BSing your way through. Or maybe you're talking to somebody for the first time. Your inflections, your tonality, the very essence of your power is often held in your spoken words. How you say them how you sound, how fast you talk, how slow you talk, in the low ranges, in the higher ranges, with a smile, or more serious. 
how you make others feel when you talk. Powerful! Think about it. Get a tape recorder or use your recorded memo function app on your smartphone. I love those smartphones. And listen to yourself. Speak with conviction when you do and confidence. And yes, create some power. And gals, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to be real honest here. If you have a high or screechy voice, for Pete's sake, find your lower range. You are not going to create and project power with a high screechy voice or a girly voice, like a little girl voice. Maybe that works with your guy, if you know what I'm saying, or with your daughter or your kids, and maybe you don't need to have a powerful voice, but I'm guessing there are times when you do. What about if you have an issue at your department store? Power stance, power voice. You're going to get more attention, and you're going to get what you need quicker and better, more thoroughly, with that powerful voice. All right? (sighs) Okay. Don't want to get on a soapbox with that. Not only the way you sound, obviously, and your image, your brand, I mean, how you dress, how you carry yourself, power clothes. You know, wearing a t-shirt and jeans is even more powerful than a t-shirt and sweatpants, right? Think about it. And here's another tip, and I say it all the time to my radio students because it's my biggest issue. I'll admit it. Uh, hate it, but okay. Economy of words. Choose your words carefully. Power comes from powerful words and said in a powerful way. But economy of words is critical. Others will take you more seriously and give you the respect you deserve. That is power. Another tactic for building power is getting others to present you as successful and amazing. Those small tasks you do, the compliments you give, the resources you provide, people around you will take notice. Consequently, they will tell others about your good work. They are giving you power when they do that. And also watch and study others who are successful. What makes them powerful? And apply those qualities to yourself. Okay, my friends, let me leave you with this question about power. Are you your own worst enemy? You probably are if you're overly concerned or worried about what others think of you. Honestly, get over yourself. Really, just, yeah, get over yourself. I received advice back in the 80s from my psychotherapist, whom I was seeing for several non-life-threatening type but annoying issues in my life at the time. And I'll never forget what she said because it applies here as well. Here's what she told me. Other people are not scrutinizing you or care about you as much as you think. Now, that might sound contradictory to what I've said, but what I mean is, if you are worried about what others are thinking all the time, you need to stop that because they're in their own world. They're thinking about their own crap. They've got their own bags and baggage to carry. They're not sitting there thinking about you all day. They're not breaking you apart in what you're doing good or what you're doing bad. Maybe in a work environment or some supervisory role, but that's different. I'm talking about being paralyzed in your actions because you're worried about what others think. Get over yourself. If you're shy, you really are being conceited. I'm sorry you are. You're making it all about you. All about you. It's hard to be shy if you get put into a volunteer situation with the homeless or feeding the hungry and you have to give of yourself and you have to help people. Can't be shy there. It's not about you. 
So when you pull in and you get worried and you make it all about you and what they think and how they're going to look at me, oh my goodness, think of it that way as being almost conceited. That point from my psychotherapist had a huge impact on me and it helped me to project myself in a different way and not to constantly criticize myself and condemn the small little things I thought I didn't do right that nobody else noticed anyway. Okay, so get over yourself, act as if, and start doing this, especially if you're frozen into inactivity and consequently feeling weak in certain areas of your life. And of course, I'm not talking about your friends and family. They care about you. I know that. I'm, I'm talking about outside in the world. Let's wrap up with what you don't want to happen, which is losing your power if you've got it. We all need a power meter, a person or a few people that can keep us real, keep us in check. Getting overconfident or pompous is a quick way to lose what you've built. Narcissistic tendencies, oh, yuck, wow. That'll send you down a lonely road quickly. Bullying, it's not going to win you friends, followers, or lasting influence. Honestly, just plain disrespectful and insensitive behavior drains your power. The simple things we know, not following through, not keeping your word, never admitting you're wrong. We've heard these before. They relate to leadership and emotional intelligence and are not the way to build life-changing power. Stay humble, even in the biggest of battles, even when you have to be super powerful and put your foot down. Pfeiffer also mentions misplaced trust. I call it naivete. This takes us back to your circle of influence and those with whom you choose to spend your time and energy. Be careful. Another way to see your power diminish is from stubbornness. Change is constant, right? Swim with the tides of change. And big picture, create and seize opportunities. Project power through any of the measures we've discussed. And if you still feel uneasy about this, I think you need to get more focused in your life and with your priorities. I think you need to stay away from your fear factors, whatever those are, and arrest your thoughts when they create paralyzing doubt. Take just one or two steps to begin. And before you know it, you will be powerized. November and December. Love them. But, boy, they can be disastrous with parties, excess calories, and or reduced workout time. At the beginning of October, I started a New You in the New Year program. So if you want some help or motivation, some tools, whatever, I'm using my new WordPress site. It's almost, gosh, I keep saying this, but it really is almost done. My social media to help everybody do this. I've got a group of about seven people so far. Find me on Facebook and Twitter or email me, and I'll make sure you're on the newsletter list. If you're happy with where you're at, fantastic, congratulations. If you want a little help, though, I'm personally inviting you to join us in becoming a new you in the new year. So when you start January 1, you're not dealing with weight issues or New Year's resolutions related to weight loss. Maybe it's five pounds, maybe it's more muscle, whatever it is, we will be on the same team. A new year and a new you. So if you want some help, we're doing Monday Motivational Locale cleanses. I've already had people check in with two pounds, four pounds, and 10 pounds of weight loss. It's a beautiful thing. So it's free advice, free support. I'm communicating through text, Twitter, email, Facebook, whatever you want. I will help you through this. It's free, but you need to be doing the one day cleanse with me. Okay, uh, where am I? Oh, Tina Anderson OC on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. 
Um, pre-order P90X2. Yes, you can still pre-order P90X2 with free shipping while supplies last. And you can find that through my stuff as well. And of course, anytime you order that or anything else from my Beachbody site, I am your free coach. Okay, finishing up 2011, I will bring back my holiday survival guide, parts one and two. Until then, make good choices, set appropriate boundaries, spread some good vibrations in the world, find something to laugh about every day, and please, please, I'm begging you, manage your stress before it manages you. This is Tina Anderson with Battleground Fitness and Get Fit, Stay Healthy, asking you to do the same.